You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Well, this afternoon in New Zealand, there's plenty of action with all these good horses going around. I mentioned uh, Rock and Roll Do. Uh, this is the last on the card, which is interesting in itself that they've made the Group 1 the last of the 12-race card. And Rock and Roll Do, do, who did things wrong, as we know, is 260, self-assured 460, 8.50 spank. And Chris Barsby is with us. How are you, Chris? Steve, I'm well. Good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. What do you think? Well, it's a very intriguing race, uh, vastly different to what we saw on Tuesday. Stand start conditions, two miles today. Mobile start conditions over the 2000 or 1980 to be precise. So completely different ball game. That's going to suit Rock and Roll Do a lot better. He has been best back just with those fluctuations you just outlined there. Went up at 320, now 260. A little bit of specking for Alta Wise. Guy who's drawn the ace. He's $12 after $14 bet. Uh, Spankham's been easy, self-assured easy. Uh, and then we go down to Majestic Cruiser. He's been easy. He was huge there on Tuesday for the Aussies running second. Old Town Road a little easy as well. So the money is certainly with the Victorian Rock and Roll do, but some specking there for uh, the one horse, Alta Wise Guy. So I think Rock and Roll do gets his chance to rebound. How did he come through Tuesday? Well, time will tell. The other big race there today, Steve, is race number 10. This is the Group 1 Dominion for the Trotters. Two-mile stand-start feature. Always a great race. Muscle Mountain, Sunday Sun. They're the two big horses in this race. Sunday Sun at $1.65. Muscle Mountain at $4. Uh, Smoking Banda, he's at $9.50. So he's given a little bit of a chance. He made that break there at Kaikoura. But uh, best backed has been Sunday Sun, $1.75 into $1.65. Muscle Mountain, uh, $4 after $4.20 was bet. So they're the two big races. Race 10, the Dominion, one fifty two Queensland time. The show day free-for-all for the Pacers. Race 12, at 2.57. So there are a couple of good highlights there today. Yeah, Ryan Spice about to join us and Darren Clayton. Just that last race, making it the group, you know, the group one, the last. How do you feel about that, Chris, in the 12-race car? What time's that New Zealand time? Uh, what is it, 2.57? So that's uh, 5.57 over there. So okay. uh, that, that may, in fact, be the second last race. I think they've got 13 races 13. there Have today. they only got 12 so... on my screen? They've actually got well, I think that's all we can cater for. Oh, so fair enough. It's a big day. I think they had 13 on Tuesday as well, so it's a oh, massive okay. day. It's always a good day, show day free-for-all. Yep, 13 You'll find a lot of those harness people tomorrow, Steve. They'll head along to Rickerton for a uh, a bit of a letdown after they've completed their duties, and they'll be cheering on the gallopers tomorrow at Rickerton. Yeah. Race caller Anita Barocca. They're with us now, the team. <laughs> Boys, good morning. Yeah, morning, Chris. That Rickerton uh, Cup day, I've been to one of those. They're, they're a great day out. Yep, absolutely. They are big and uh, they seem to be getting bigger uh, each and every year. In particular this year, the fact that we got the crowds back post the uh, the pandemic, uh, they'll, they'll be flocking that, uh, that racetrack there tomorrow. So plenty to look forward to in that regard. Now, we've got to talk about this big meeting coming through tomorrow night at Albion Park. This is going to be a really good night. There's several features, six in total. The highlight race for mine is the, the main event, the Group 2 Queensland Cup. Now, Darren, importantly, with the Queensland Cup and with the Trotters Sprint, their golden ticket exemption races, so the winners of those two features tomorrow night, they've got the option to head to Melbourne and tackle the Inter-Dominion Series? Yeah, that's right. And um, if I was the 
If I was in the connections of no matter what horse wins it, I'd be taking that trip because if you're an owner or a trainer, well, I assume most trainers, but I know as an owner, getting an inter-dominion runner is up there as, as one of the, the best things you can do in this sport. So um, good luck to all those involved tomorrow night because that trip is available should they wish to take it up. Ryan, you're an owner of good horses. Uh, have you had an inter-dominion runner before? Morning, Chris. Morning, Darren. Yes, mate, I was fortunate enough to have a small share in a horse called Maxi Man that went round in the Inter-Dominion series, and it was uh, it was extraordinary, and I loved every minute. Okay. Next year, you'll be uh, up here with uh, better isolate, no doubt. <laughs> Fingers crossed. You never know your luck. <laughs> All right. Well, let's focus on this race. Is it a race in three? The big three, Mac Da Vinci drawn gate one, Turn It Up drawn out in gate seven, and Black Sedans, who won last week's Beagle Johnny Sprint, drawn the second row gate nine. Are they the, the three main runners to focus on, or is there a blowout chance? Darren, you go first. I, I think the, I think the winner comes from one of those three, Chris. I don't... Um, while there's plenty of opportunity for some of those other horses there, I can't see anything. If the the only way something else win it is if those big three go too hard too early there's a the the burn in the middle stages is too much and there's a, a blowout hope a blowout hope would be something like a will the wizard powering along the fence or uh, a northview hustler who's who's going pretty well he'd be first up or fresh up but he's trialed really impressively but for mine um, the winner is Mac Da Vinci, Turn It Up or Black Sedance, whoever gets the best run of those three in transit. Um, we know Turn It Up blasts the arm when he can be set alight, and from seven you'd expect him to be getting across there at some point. And, um, interestingly, uh, Mac Da Vinci won this race last year, Turn It Up was in the race as well. This year uh, the, drivers, the driver's seats are reversed. Turn It Up drove, uh, was driven by Leonard Kane last year, this year it's Shane Graham, Mac Da Vinci, Leonard Kane. This year it was Shane last year when he won this race. So uh, all in all, I'm leaning to Mac Da Vinci, but it's one of those three. Okay, so just on last year, uh, Mac Da Vinci was able to be Turn It Up, a little horse called Majestic Cruiser, who we all know very well now. He's won a Blacks of Fake. He was a runner-up in the New Zealand Cup on Tuesday. Good chance later today in the show day free-for-all. And Black Sedance was fourth. With Tab, Turn It Up, 175. He's rock solid. Black Sedance, he hasn't moved, 260. Mac Da Vinci, five in from 650. How does that market sit with you, Ryan? Chris, I think Turn It Up at the uh, $1.75, I think he will drift from that quote. Without a doubt, he blasts across, find the fence. And then from there, Shane Graham has got options. Does Pete McMullen launch, launch Black to Dance early and try and take the top? He will certainly get forward at some stage in the race. Uh, I can't back turn it up. He's my first pick, but I can't back him at odds on. I'll be waiting for a drift, hopefully, and we will see who prevails on the night. So by your calculations, if Turn It Up gets the lead and Mac Da Vinci's sitting on his back and Black to Dance comes up, you think there's a possibility he could hand over? I do, Chris, but I do think it will depend on timing. Jeez. If Pete will go early enough, I think the front could be there. If Pete waits for the bell, well, then I think Shane will kick through and hold up. So, yeah, plenty of... It's, I think it's going to be a highly tactical race. OK. Darren, how do you see it, Matt Wise? Yeah, I thought the opportunity was there for a turn it up. To, to zoom across and perhaps drop in underneath Mac Da Vinci. Mac Da Vinci's a, a good gate speed horse himself. Um, he can kick through from one. We saw him lead early last week in the Be Good Johnny Sprint. Um, I, I think Mac Da Vinci 
can win either from the front or from the trail, just dependent how much pressure, uh, if that's Black, Black Sedance serving up that pressure, how much he can withhold. But uh, I, I think Turn It Up can either dart across and drop in on Mac Da Vinci, or if that happens and they kick well enough clear, I think the op opposi uh, opposition, the opportunity for a retake would be well and truly on the cards for Mac Da Vinci to, to let Turn It Up go and then zip out around him and get back in front. You've been strong against Turn It Up uh, with your viewpoint that he's not strong enough to, to lead all the way if he cops some early pressure. Are you sticking by that tomorrow night? Yeah, I am, Chris. I, I will say he's going much better this time of, or this sort of preparation from the winner through to now than he was last year, in my opinion. Um, I, I really like this horse when he's driven with one cold sit at them after... You know, he can do that early burn, but then take a sit and then come with another closing burst. I just don't think he can sustain it all the way. And I think that opportunity for him ducking in for that trail run then uh, gives him every opportunity to finish the race off strongly. We saw uh, a couple of weeks back where he dead heated over this trip with Cruz Bromac where he absolutely savaged the line, where he was just saved for that closing sprint. I think they, they ran home in uh, 26 and change, and he was charging home uh, off the speed of Cruz Bromac and nearly got him. So um, that that's the format I think he works best at, but uh, that's just my opinion, and I'm, I'm in the grandstand. I'm not out there behind the behind the horse. So you're tipping Mac Da Vinci? Tipping Mac Da Vinci, like I say, I think either in front or with the trailer, I think he's got the most upside out of last week. Uh, he's had another week with Shane Graham. He came up um, from Peter Hansen's stables. Uh, he's arrived. It was a good run last week. Probably just peaked on his run a little bit. I think he's ready to go. Okay. And, uh, Ryan, you're tipping Turn It Up? I am, Chris, but I definitely need a drift in the price. Okay. Interesting stat with Mac Da Vinci. Leonard Kane, three drives, three victories, and he's aboard Mac Da Vinci tomorrow night. So that will be put to the test. So that's race number seven coming through at 8.52. What about this trotting uh, spring sprint? Uh, this looks a really intriguing race. There was a couple that flopped last week that are on the back up. We've got fresh blood from Sydney with Regal Attire and Doff Your Cap. Ryan, how do you see the trot? Chris, I think the ball is in the court of sugar and spice here one of the quick beginners off the front row. I think Pete McMullen can zip this mare out and then choose to take a sit on a Majestic Harry or a Humble Lad. And from there, can be mighty hard to beat driven sit sprint. The two Alchin runners create the intrigue, Regal Attire and Doff Your Cap. If Doff Your Cap had have drawn the front line, I think I would have been firmly in his court. But that's not to be. So for me, I'll be playing Sugar and Spice each way. Okay. Darren, can lightning strike twice? Uh, Kingdom Come lit up the tote board last week. He's drawn a barrier one. He's set to go off at a big odds. Just looking at the tab prices, seventy-one dollars tomorrow night. Kingdom Come. The favourite uh, for this event is Regal Attire at two sixty over Sugar and Spice three seventy. Doff your cap four eighty. What are your thoughts on the trotting feature? Yeah, well, you had to bring up Kingdom Come again, didn't you, Chris? After I was <laughs> keen on Red Castle, didn't it? $16 last week and he just nutted him on the line but yeah fair play to, to Kingdom Come he never went around a horse and the, it just got the, the dream trip but you know he's a he's a horse that loves the fence he's drawn the fence he, he's a horse that sits off tempo there's going to be tempo here 
you know, there's nothing to say that he doesn't run another big race at the big price again. So, um, you know, for a place proposition, I think he's nearly double figures the place. So certainly be looking at him. Doff your caps, the interesting one. Uh, I listened to your interview with Jared Elchin, his trainer during the week, um, and the two horses there bringing up Regal Attire, um, how he did have excuses last time out. So um, doff your cap. Meanwhile, he's fresh up. So the gate really doesn't suit him. I'm going. I'm forgiving the effort of Majestic Harry from last week. He got carted out early out the back, as we thought might happen, because he was drawn behind Kingdom Come. He then settled at the rear, um, and from there he was just too far back. And the way it panned out, when he then went looking for the run, um, Kingdom Come just stuck to the pegs and darted through. And Majestic Harry, he was just sort of poking up behind them, never really saw any clear space. He was a mobile mile winner two starts back he was first up on that occasion that was a really good win put a line through last week let's go back to his form during the winter where the better horses were up here he drew gate one he led deep into the stretch uh, in a similar type race and was only grabbed right on the line by the Matty Craven credit master so um, that's enough for me that I think Majestic Harry can bounce back here Okay, well, that looks to be a, a very hard race, and uh, it's not part of the main quaddy, which is not a bad thing because it looks really open. What about race five, the Group 2 Forever Gold? This race for the Mayors. We've got East Coast representation here, Queensland, New South Wales, and a Victorian coming up. Freddie Tabor's brought up Sarah Ann, and she's an intriguing runner, Ryan. So how do you rate the Victorian Mayor here tomorrow night? Yeah, Chris, really like her. I think she's one of three really strong winning chances. She looks to get a good trailing draw now that there's been the scratching and the emergency gets a start, so she draws to the back row. For me, I'm keen on the winner will come from Speed Dating, Little Bliss or Sarah Ann. Um, not really forgiving a few flat performances last week. I'm keen to take on Fairy Tinkerbell again. So, yeah, Sarah Ann, Chris, I think she's a very strong winning chance. Currently with Tab, Fairy Tinkerbell is the favourite at 3.20. She was dismal last week, Ryan. Yes, Chris, very, very flat. After a, a really decent trial in Sydney before heading north, um, Luke McCarthy back in the spider this week, so you never know, she may recapture some form. But I think we can see that she's a mare that really likes control in her races, whether leading or trailing, and from barrier 11 this week, uh, good luck with that. OK, uh, Darren, how do you see the mare's feature? Yeah, going down that same path, like Fairy Tinkerbell, um, I certainly... You know, the bounce-back factor can be there with Luke coming up to driver, and um, but, gee, it's going to need to be a huge turnaround. I, I think might, perhaps she's a place chance at best, but she wasn't that good at all last week. Little Bliss is the interesting runner, good gate speed mare, draws gate five. Um, that certainly gives her the advantage to, to fire out early. Um, her, her win last week at Menangle, that was at 2,300. She steps back to the mile here. Looking a couple back in her form there, she took on the Frith Stakes. She was fourth, beaten 16 metres. Out of that race, Speed Dating, beaten 24 metres. We've seen Speed Dating come out and win the peak of the creek last week, so you've certainly got to take that into consideration. Um, for me, I'm with the Victorian mare. I think her form line's probably just a little bit, uh, a little bit stronger. She's got two starts behind ladies in red in her, uh, in her name. Two runs back. They used her early to find the front from gate five. She then let Treachery go, and uh, from there was just chasing home because Treachery, ladies in red, two very smart fillies. 
She tackled the Queen of the Pacific. She ended up midfield and just shuffled away and just got too far back in that race, also won by ladies in red. So um, versatility, I think, will be the key here, and she can go home over the top. Sarah Ann, number nine. Okay, well, they're just a few of the features coming through. We've got the Bill Dixon, and we've got those two Group 3 races for the three-year-olds, one for the Phillies, one for the Colts and Geldings. Ryan, where do we find your best bet? Chris, a bit of a multi-anchor for the team this week. Race six, number one, so extra. It's going to be deep in the red, but I think uh, punters can pop, it, pop him into a multi and do very well. Okay, Darren, your best bet? Yeah, mine comes up in race nine, the three-year-old Phillies feature, I'm a Socialite. She gets back to uh, Phillies only company, um, which will be a big plus, but she's absolutely flying this Ronnie Salas filly. Uh, home strongly last week, only just behind Tim's a Trooper. Now, Tim's a Trooper will go around at Menangle tomorrow night, so um, certainly get some form reference out of that race before she goes around, but I don't think we'll need it. I think she'll be too good. She can sit off the speed and power home. Okay, so I'm a socialite for you in that three-year-old Phillies feature. Hey, Ryan, just quickly, uh, Melton tomorrow night, we've got uh, the Breeders' Crown semi-final action. There's going to be a, a number of shorties there, so we can throw in so extra with a few there. But is there a race on that card tomorrow night down in Melbourne that, that stands out for you? Chris, I thought the uh, free-for-all, which is race five, I don't mind the fortunes of number five, Torrid Saint. This is Jack Law for Julie Douglas. This pace is just taking all before him, this preparation. Back to the mile. I think he'll blast off the arm, lead, and take no end of beating. Currently eighty with Tab. OK, so you're keen on Torrid Saint there tomorrow night? Yes, mate. OK. Well, that's Melton tomorrow night. Several stars stepping out there. Uh, you look back at some of these results from last year, we saw some great talent. I, I don't think we're lacking anything as far as the talent this year. Some of those races and those three-year-old features, although they're small in size, both for the Phillies and the Colts, and get, they're, they're hard to work out. They certainly are, Chris, and there's a lot of factors to consider, especially those three-year-old races. Like you mentioned, they're up to 2,100. Last week's three-year-old feature was at the mile. Um, 2,100 can sort a few out, and um, that certainly be the case again tomorrow night. Um, another... You know, even the two-year-old, I know it's only a small field, but we see a first starter in Australia. He's had one New Zealand start in the shape of bold medley Jujon. Really impressive at the trials against older horses. So really keen to see what he can step out tomorrow night for the Dixon stable. And um, Dr John Mamino, he's had some wonderful horses over the years. He doesn't generally have a New Zealand horse. So interesting that uh, he's dipped the toe into the New Zealand waters and come across with this sweet Lou youngster who really looked really impressive at the trials. Yeah, big fella as well, a son of Sweet Lou. Interesting you mentioned that race. Do you know who won the two-year-old race last year at this same meeting? Oh, I don't. Perhaps uh, something that's gone on From that it. same stable? Uh, well, it'd probably Tim's a Trooper or Leap to Fame. Leap to Fame. So it there can produce go. a good horse, that race. I do recall that... Uh, Maybe Governor Jujon came through, or no, maybe Governor Jujon was in the Bill Dixon anyway. But uh, yeah, leap to fame last year out of this race. Well, that's a, that's an interesting form line looking forward. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's all in front of us tomorrow night. Eleven races. We kick off at five forty-two. Hey guys, really appreciate the time this morning.